We begin the the first Seder Beis Medrash. Today is Chof Hei Nisan Tavshin Pei Aleph, April 7th, 2021. The Shurim for today should be his Chusfar Rafuah Shlemin for my father, Eliezer Ben Bluma, who is having a back surgery as we speak. This is Shurim number 78, once again, chapter 567, Siv Beis. The Mechabit says, we discussed yesterday, just a quick recap before we see Siv Beis, we discussed yesterday that a person by a tainus he should uh, be careful. Ashar betainus yocholitoim kidei revius bulvach yifloit he can taste up to a revius up to a revius just as long as that he is pilot just as long as he removes it from his mouth he of course cannot swallow it but he can taste up to a revius. Of yom kippurim with tishub of his aser on yom kippur and tishub of his aser. The Ramah says, not to even be toyem or revius. We discussed um, scenarios uh, when is the purpose, why would a person drink, or not rather drink, but rather taste up to revius, and uh, let's say he has to uh, prepare a sudas mitzvah uh, for after um, a tainus, so he wants him to taste a little to make sure it's good. Now we continue with Siv Beis. Yesh Oimrim. This that we said about tasting up to Revius. Toyim. Tasting. Shlohitiru Revius. Bepam achas ele ma'at The Mechabi here in Siv Beis continues to discuss what he mentioned in Siv Aleph. That in regards to tasting, it doesn't mean to taste a Revius of that liquid, of that soup, whatever it might be. In one time. That's not what it means. Shleitiru revius bepamachas elo ma'at ma'at, meaning up to a revius. That's what someone want to learn it means over here. V'yeshem shafilu bepamachas yochalitoim at kedei revius. However, others want to say no, that even in one time, shafilu bepamachas yochalitoim at kedei revius, one can be toyim, he can taste up to a revius. Ad kidei revius im yodeya ba'atzma if he knows ba'atzma by himself, meaning he knows himself. Sheyochol lahamid atzma shlo yivla klum that he's not going to be swallowing anything. If the person knows he's not going to be swallowing anything, if he has a revius at one time in his mouth, then he will be permitted to do so. That is the second opinion. The first opinion says just have up to revius in different small increments. So you have to know, according to that, that opinion, where the first opinion, where it means up to revius, why dafka revius? You have to ask, like, what if you're not having the revius one time, at one shot, in your mouth, and then there's no major concern that there's too much in your mouth that you might come to swallow it, so then... If I have a little drop in my mouth, and then a little few minutes later, I have another little drop in my mouth, and all those little drops will add up to a revius, what's the problem? Why specifically a revius? Let's take a look here at the Mishturin Sivkotin Vazayin, on the bottom right. The Mechaber told us that Yeshem Shleiti Revius Vipam Achas El Ma'at the first opinion says, don't have a revius at one time, only a little time. Ut'imazu 
Bechech. This tasting is only by the palate. And then you spit it out right away. You remove it from your mouth immediately. You have a little in your mouth, according to this opinion. You don't want to go past the palate, going further back to the throat area. You don't want that to happen, according to this opinion. And he says, if you have something at 9 o'clock in the morning, and then you have something at 11.30 in the morning, and then at 1.30, and then at 2.30, all those small amounts that you're having, it all adds up. And once you hit the sheer, the measurement of Ravius, Ad Khan, you cannot do any more. So this opinion, now the Mishra is answering our question. The question was, if you're having small increments that will eventually add up to a revias what's the concern why specifically up to a revias what's that issue and he's answering because this small amount of of tasting of that food that you're going to take out of your mouth it adds up the oz hashivi hashiva hahana it's considered to be enjoyment and we don't want, you don't want to have this enjoyment on a fast day it's considered to be an enjoyment. So it's interesting that up to Revius is not considered to be the Hana, but the cutoff point is by the Revius. That's now considered already to be a Hana, pleasure. The second opinion says, even if you have Revius at one time, it's still permissible. Midikos of HaMechaber says the Mishnah Sif Cotton Ches. Midikos of HaMechaber Din Zebishim Yeshaim Yeshaim since he brings a yesh aimrim and a vi yesh aimrim, right? He first starts off yesh aimrim, then he says vi yesh aimrim. Two different opinions, but he doesn't decide exactly which is the best way to follow. Says the Mishnah Brura, Mashm the Daita Lahakil to Humilso de Rabbanan. The Mishnah says, we turn to our general rule of a rabbinic category, the Rabbanon category, we're going to be lenient. If you take a look at the Sharetzia and the Sifkat and Vav, he also brings down from the Lavosh and the Gra and others that there's room to be lenient. The Lavosh is also lenient because we're discussing a category of a Rabbanon. The Chayadim does actually bring the first opinion in the Shulchan Aruch to be Machmir. What was the first opinion? That you should only have up to throughout the whole entire day a Revius, but have small amounts at each time, less than the Revius. Could be, says the Mishnah that the reason why the Chayadim, who preceded the Chavetz Chaim by a couple hundred years, Maybe 150 years approximately. So the reason why he says because the Magin Avram does bring some Rishonim that do paskin like that first Yesh Oimrim, that small amounts of Revius will add up to a total Revius. Ad Kedei Revius, if cut in test, the second opinion says, he says, 
You hear this? Let's give our example once again. Nine o'clock, you have up to Revius. You have up to Revius in your mouth. 10.30, you want to check how the food's cooking. So you put up to Revius in your mouth. Practically speaking, I mentioned yesterday as well, this is not so applicable in our generation. We have refrigeration. We have easier ways of cooking. So the the reason given as to why you'd be permitted to do this is to make sure, let's say, for the Sudas Mitzvah, after the Tainus, after the fast day, that the food would taste good. For the most part, we, we already have the food cooked already. You might be want, you want to warm it up, but so you, you, you have refrigeration. You know you have a fast day. So you know what? So cook the food the day before. I'm not saying it can't happen, but uh, that doesn't necessarily... I mean, it could have, let's say, you're having a big... Uh, the caterer is cooking something. So, you know, in that case, maybe they do want to be specifically tasted. And here, the Mishra is telling us, each time you taste it, you could put up to Revias in your mouth at each time. 9 o'clock, 10.30, 11.30, 12.30, up to Revias. Totally different approach. Why not more than Revias? Why not more than Revias? What's the cutoff point? Why specifically Revias? So look what he says over here. He answered the question as well. According to this opinion, there is no concern of tasting the food if you remove it from your mouth. So what's going to be the problem if I have more than a maat. Since his cheeks, his mouth's full, the concern is he's going to swallow a little. Yivlo ma'at. If you have too much in your mouth, what's going to happen? He's going to swallow it. Sometimes you see the children playing around. They have something in their mouth, some liquid in their mouth. And they play with the water, the back and forth. Before you know it, what happens is they didn't mean to swallow it, but they start choking sometimes on it, right? Because they, they, it's, it's going back and forth. Here too, we're saying if you have the revius in your mouth, we're not concerned you're going to come to swallow it. You can do this numerous, multiple times throughout the day to taste it. And then you remove the liquid from your mouth. But if it's more than Revius, the concern is that the person perhaps might come to swallow some which we want to avoid. We continue now with Siv Gimel. And the Mechavis says, A person who has the normal practice, which we have today, we wash our face in the morning. We wash our mouth. Lichutz piv. We wash our mouth in the morning. On a fast day, On a fast day, it's not really appropriate to do so. But on a private fast day, it is permissible since he's going to remove it from his mouth. And even now we have a chiddush, even if there is more than a revius in his mouth when he is washing his mouth out on a private fast day. The Ramad says an interesting halacha. The Ramad says one is permitted to chew on atzekinamon, you know what atzekinamon are? These are cinnamon sticks. So 
Most of us have cinnamon ground in our spice cabinet. You could also get um, sticks, sticks, cinnamon sticks. In fact, there are those that um, I saw years ago, they have a meaning of using cinnamon sticks in the charoises. Like to have like uh, the the form of the image of like uh, like bricks, you know, of pieces in there. Um, also adds the flavor, of course. So he says negate to our discussion that one is permitted to chew mutalilois, atzekinamoyin usharb sumim, other types of spices, the eights musuk and a sweet tasting piece of wood, meaning uh, another spice that's sweet ulalachleach groinoy. Lifloit to moisten his throat, but then to once again remove it, not to swallow it. Except for Yom Kippur, this would be forbidden. The Mishturun Sif Katan Yod says, On the four fast days that we have from the Navi or by Megillah's, uh, by, by Tanya's Esther as well. So those fast days, he's saying it's not appropriate to rinse your mouth out. Now, what happens if a person is he wakes up in the morning? Sometimes, let's say a post nasal drip or whatever it might be, he has just he needs to rinse his mouth out. It's his mouth is very dry. It's just not comfortable. So the Mishnah addresses this issue and he says in Sif Katan Yudalif. In the case of tsar, in the case of, of, of discomfort, we can permit a rechitzas pe to rinse, rinse one's mouth out on the tiny seber. Rakshi zarbi yoisa just be careful to make sure you bend your head down. Should not come into your mouth. So the Mishra comes to our assistance over here and he says like this If a person is really uncomfortable, if he has if he has uh, this, this dry mouth and an uncomfortable taste, and he wants to rinse his mouth out. So even though we just said he should not be doing so on the prescribed fast days, nonetheless, there is a heter, if it's Tsar Godol, on all the fast days, even Tishabov, except for Yom Kippur, just as long as he is leaning forward, He's leaning forward. He should. He, he's permitted to do so if need be. Each person has to know his needs, his specific situation. He says here, You can even rinse your mouth out with more than a revius. So what's the pshat? Why even more than Ravis? In the previous halacha we just said, you can put liquid in your mouth up to a Ravis. 
Now we say you can even do more than Urvius. So what's the clarification on this apparent contradiction? And the difference is as follows. In the previous halacha, in the Simon Tafkuf Zayin, some of Zayin Siv base, we're talking about a case where you want to taste it. You specifically want to taste it. You want to taste this this soup or the liquid, whatever you you have there. So that's why we say up to Ravius. More than Ravius, you're gonna be swallowing it. So why over here are we saying you can you can uh, have more than the Ravius? The reason is, the reason why we're saying over here you can have more than Revius is because you're not interested in tasting. You just want to rinse your mouth out. You're going to be leaning your head forward and then you're, you're, you're pouring, putting the water in your mouth and you're rinsing your mouth out and spitting it out. And you do not have intention to taste. It doesn't it doesn't, uh, you're not going to get enough for more than Ravius. Now this whole conversation of rinsing your mouth is with water. It could be other beverages, other liquids that will enter one's mouth more than Ravius. The Mishra says it could be you should avoid. And something which is is which is not good to drink like vinegar, then it's also permissible like water. So you have to know that in regards to uh, mouthwash, mouthwash is not something that a person wants to swallow. You have to know that perhaps mouthwash has the same status like vinegar. That you don't want to swallow it. And the Orch Shuchan says in regards to vinegar, in so he says, if it's sweet, if the vinegar is a good sweet taste, then you shouldn't use it, says the Orch Shuchan. But maybe it's a strong, uh, maybe like a Listerine. That it's a it's a sharp thing. You don't want to you don't want to swallow that. It's a Maybe it'd be permissible. Once again, only in the case of need, but not l'chadchilo. Then he concludes here the simon that we said on Yom Kippur, one should be machmer not to place anything in his mouth on Yom Kippur at all. Since Yom Kippur is a deraisa, we by definition are more strict. That's only according to the Mordechai. But according to the Mechaber, which we learn in Sif Aleph, the Oyser B'Tishba V'Chein Adasa Ramad Oyser B'Chol Tainis. But according to the the Mechaber that also said on Tishbav, we should not do this. As well as according to the Ramah, that is Oyser B'Chol Tainis, he forbids in every Tainis. Gam Binyaneinu Din Hachi. So too, in our situation, is the Halacha the same that you should avoid putting everything or anything in your mouth on any fast day that is a prescribed fast day. The the Mishra then discusses an interesting discussion, conversation about swallowing your saliva. Is that a problem to swallow your saliva, your spit, your roik? 
So the Morgan of Rome says it's permissible even in Yom Kippur. Even though we pass in <coughs> that on Yom Kippur, if a person drinks something that he should not be drinking, it's not roy for drinking, rather, it's not fit for consumption, it's still forbidden rabbinically. It's Midaraisa, it's permissible, so he didn't violate Midaraisa biblically drinking on Yom Kippur, but nonetheless, Midrabanan is still also. This case we're saying is different because his intention is not for Shtia, shiny, hacha, hacha, shiny, kaven, shein, kavanosoi, cloud, Shtia, since his intention is not for drinking at all. His intention was just to swallow. And therefore, it's not a problem. The Mechaber continues the next simon, simon Tovkuf Sameches. Sameches, the, the, the last two letters of this simon, chapter 568, is Sach. Sach is to speak, like we had Pesach. We just had the Yantif of Pesach, is the Yantif of, of speaking. The mitzvah of Magid is to say over the story. So here we have. Dine nidre tainis, the halachas of, of nidorim, of making vows for a fast. So he's he's sach, he's speaking it out. Just a way to remember what this topic of the simon, the chapter discusses. Says the Mechavisifalifnodalisanishoimzevishochach, a person made a neder, he made a vow. To fast yoim zeh this day v'shochach v'achal and he forgot and he ate. Mashlim tanisoi he is mashlim tanisoi he finishes the fast. In other words, like this: a person made a vow, which we don't encourage one to do, a vow to fast, and he forgot. He forgot and he started. He started eating. What should he do when he reminds himself or he is reminded? He should stop eating. And he should finish the fast. The person should not say, "Oh, you know what? So what does it make a difference if I already, uh, I already broke the fast? So I'll, I'll make it up a different day." That's incorrect. He has to stop eating now and continue the fasting. So too, if it was a fast because he had a bad dream, or it was a fast because it was a public fast day. Or it was a day that it was known to him that he will fast. That he would fast. Because it's his, his father or his Rebbe's yard site. So in all those cases, he has to finish the day with fasting. But if he made a neder to fast one or two days, and in those scenarios where he made a neder to fast one or two days, stam, stam a neder, stam a fast, nothing to do with a specific day that he um, would want to fast on because of other reasons. Says the Mechaber, Ibeid Ta'anisoi, he loses out on his fast day, the Chayev Lotsum Yoim Acher, and he has to fast a different day.
Ebed Ta'anisa, he loses out on it. And he has to fast a different day. Let's just finish the Ramah. And the Ramah says, There are those that are machmir, that even if he makes a neder, even if he makes a vow, and what's this vow? Lisano is yoimze to to fast a specific day. So the Ramah says that there are those that are machmer that if the person did make a specific vow, a neder, so he has to both finish the day of fasting. Number one, number two. Number two, he has to also, he has to also fast a separate day. Why? Because the day that he was supposed to be fasting, he broke the fast. He wasn't fasting that day fully. So he, he number one, has to finish that day that he was fasting. That's number one. And he broke it, he has to finish it. And number two, he has to fast, says the Ramah, another day as well. Let's turn back now to the previous page. Thank you, thank you, Tzemach, for all the back and forth on the screen. Says the Mishnah Rur and Sifkat Nalav, Shachach v'achal, a person forgot and he ate. V'afilu hezid v'achal, harbei lo yoichal yoisev. What happens if the person intentionally, he intentionally, he knew he was not supposed to be eating. And he intentionally went ahead and he started eating. So the halach is, he has to stop, if he cares to, that is, he has to stop and finish the day with fasting. Siv katan beis, mashlim ta'anisoy, ratzuleimar, mechuyov lahashlim oisoy hayoyim. He's obligated, his mechuyov lahashlim oisoy hayoyim, he's obligated to to um, complete that day. And he's not going to be able to fulfill his responsibilities, obligation by fasting a different day. He has to finish. He ate something on the day he was not supposed to eat, so he has to finish fasting that day. Since he specifically mentioned he's fasting, this day, the Hainu Shamar Esmo, he said the day before, like we learned a few weeks before Pesach, that by Mincha time, the day before the fast, he says, I will be in the fast tomorrow. Okay, um, so he says, I will be in the fast tomorrow. So then, what are we saying? We're saying that this person, this person has to make sure he finishes the day that he broke his fast on. Sifkat and Gimel, the Mechaber told us, So too, if it was a, it was a fast because he had a bad dream. Now, parenthetically, we have learned that nowadays we don't fast because a person has a bad dream. I just want to keep on reiterating this point. Because a person shouldn't think, oh, I had a bad dream. We learned about having a bad dream. I, and therefore, I'm going I'm to fast the next day. 
But from the letter of the law, in those generations, a person had a bad dream, he would fast the next day. And what happens if he ate the next day? So say he say malacha. The nearer the betayis tzibur af al pi yishalchal yochel loymer aneinu betfilosay. So on a public fast day, like we had not too long ago, we had Tain Esther. Before that, we had a Sarbateves. So on those fast days, if he ate. So there's an interesting din the Mishnah tells us he can still say Anenu. He can still say Anenu in his Tfilo. It's appropriate for him to say Anenu. On the day of a fast of this day, just like the Chaman said, he should fast on this day. Because it's been established by Chazal. The fact that he ate, he did something wrong. That's what he's saying about Avalim Hutainis Yochid Afal Pishim Huib Lahashim Kol Shachal Kishir Shahim Abid Tanisoi Imloi Hoya Noider Yoimze Lo Yoimra Nino. But if it's a private fast day, let's say he's fasting because of a specific reason for himself, a personal reason. Like we gave earlier, it's a day of a, a yard site of a Rebbe or something like this, and he wants to fast. In such a case, he should not be saying Aneinu Biyoim Tsoim Tani Seinu Hazer. Sif Kotin Dalid. Alim Nada Lisano is Yoim Echad. Oishnei Yamim. If a person made a vow, a neder to fast one or two days. Alim Nada Lisano is Yoim Echad Oishnaim. And when you forgot, you began to fast. He was at least he was supposed to, and you forgot, and you ate. Says the Mishnah Rura, he has to fast a different day. He lost that day. And the reason is. Because originally his acceptance of the fast day, he didn't say specifically that day. That's that was not the point. So even though the day before by Mincha, he said, I will be in a fast day tomorrow, the next day. He is permitted. He can fulfill his obligation. And this, that, he is going to fast a different day. Now, the understanding is as follows. It's not a specific fast day that he is fasting. In the case of the Mechavah is talking, he made a nether. He made such a nether and he, he broke it. So since it wasn't based on a specific day, he loses that day and he has to fast another day. And he ate a kazai, if cut in hay. 
He says, but if you eat less than a kezayis, even though he's not allowed to do so, it's also to even eat a small morsel. Nonetheless, if a person ate less than a kezayis, it's not considered to be achila. Achila is less than kezayis, is not considered to be achila. Since he is Mikabel, since he was Mikabel the day before, in the fast day, even more so, even more so, if a person eats a kezayis, but he eats it in a greater length of time of kedayachilas pras. So let's give the largest share that I've seen of nine minutes. Really, it should be less than two minutes to eat a kezayis within less than two minutes. Two minutes or less. Well, let's say a person at 10 o'clock eats half a kezayis, and at 10.30 eats another half a kezayis. We don't combine the two together. And he's still in a in a status of a fast. And what we're saying here is he has to finish his fast day. In regards to drinking, it's if he drank a malalugmov, a chikful, less than this amount, less than a chikful, is not called a shtia, it's not called a drinking. He finishes the tainus, he doesn't have to drink a, doesn't have to fast another day because he drank. We're going to stop here.